He wanted to arm Mujahideen. There! Who's the fucking nihilist around here, you bunch of fucking crybabies? Don't hate me, bro! Welcome to Post Your cause is right, and God is on your side. How's it going? I guess I should say uh, this is probably not another post-void post. This is uh, more of a post-void question. This is something that I uh, have been trying to kind of do ever since I first started. I know I have a lot of offshoots. I have a lot of weird little things I do in my podcast. I got the, uh, what is it, um... Uh, Sully Ray Gardner. Sully Ray Gardner's pissed about the traffic and pissed about having to shovel the freaking snow off the top of his car. Yeah, but anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, because we got this like weird snow that came through. That's um, well, I mean, it's not weird at all. It's normal, but it's like that, like one inch of ice, one inch of rainwater, which I knew the moment I, the, the the Saturday, the last podcast I just made, um. Right when I ended the podcast, I was like, oh, fuck, I got to fucking shovel this shit. <laughs> like, I shoveled it. Oh, my Lord. It was it, it was a good, good workout. You know, honestly, it was – it felt good. It felt good to be able to shovel a – it was rainy. It was wet, but it was this, like, weird, warm rain. And, like, I know New England weather, so I'm like, all right, it's about to, like – it was that, like, weird – I was bundled up in, like, wool. I was covered in – covered, drenched. But I still was warm. I was steaming. You know, like when you're like, when you're like covered and you're wet, but you're, but you're covered in like winter gear and you like go inside and you're like steam is emitting off your body. Well, like, yeah, it was like that. And I'm like, ah, oh. it, was, it was good stuff. You know, it was fun. I, I And then I pitied everybody that woke up on Sunday morning and had to shovel off the snow and ice that layer of ice off their driveway, yeah. When I was doing it, when it was just water, you know, yeah. Oh, New England, as they say, if you don't like the weather, wait a second. Or if you like the weather, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, they don't say the second part as often, but you should remember both. Yeah, all right. Um, so, on to that, I wanted to kind of do a uh, woo-hoo. As they say, the woo-hoo, the, uh, you know, the, the skeptical questioning episode i don't do this that often and i should say too um to put a disclaimer here i don't want you to listen to this episode and be like hey you know i've i've kind of enjoyed his take up until about this point and now he just seems way too off the wall the uh, you know s- s- stow that shit this episode is something that i'm just talking about some weird crazy shit that i fucking know about anyways most people don't do this stuff like, you know, like most podcasts, they're like, all right, I'm going to stick to it. If we, if we can't deviate, we can't talk about that because that's, you know, it, it's self-censoring. You know what I mean? It's self-censoring. And I, I do a very off-cup type of podcast. So I feel like, and I do self-censor a little bit too. I mean, I got to curate this a little bit. It's not like I can talk about an episode about political science and all of a sudden go off on like the the esoteric meanings of things. Like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. It just It just doesn't make for... I'm already off the wall and it's hard to follow. So, you know, (laughs) I can't, I can't be throwing everything at once. So, uh, yeah, this is, this is a woohoo episode. Yeah. All right. Um, 
on that, I guess I gotta play this sample first because I'm I'm, I'm gonna do this in a couple parts. I, it, since I said this is a woohoo one, I gotta take breaks. I gotta check myself, figure out what I'm gonna be really talking about here. But uh, this is one crazy thing that happened to come into um uh, my lexicon, and it's this um it's called that two the vet if you search the that two gene yeah i searched that two gene on google and it, like wikipedia linked me to the god gene yeah so anyways here is isaac weissup isaac weissup is his pen name it's not his real name i believe he's he adopted his name i don't know where he got isaac from but i know where he got wasup from the founder of the illuminati is the adam wasup yeah and adam adam wasup yeah so this is isaac wasup um really really um i don't agree with him 100% of the time but actually he's a very interesting fellow cuz he uh He's a, um, as they say, as like Sam Tripoli often says, a, uh, a young Christian warrior. But, you know, no, he's not too young. But, you know, uh, like he's one of those guys that um, dissects uh, sigils and such like that. Like, and, you know, but I feel like he has a really good take on it. And he isn't um, really sold on too much. I have to say at least my my personal uh, standpoint is the fact that I am an agnostic, pretty much an agnostic everywhere. I am an agnostic everywhere because I find at the end of the day too, uh, you know what? Yeah. The day uh, I will say, yeah, you know, I think Jesus Christ is a really good dude. If I, uh, was about to die, I'd probably say, yeah, you know, um, yeah, Jesus Christ is, is a good fellow, you know, the moment I die, but then after I die, well, I'm pretty sure either it's going to be black or I'm going to be seeing some crazy stuff. So I think I will decide at that point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not taking this life for granted. Let's say that. All right. Um, or at least I try not to. Yeah, I think we all do at some points. You know, of course we do. It's called it's called being human. Ooh, shit. Yeah, I get a little too religious. All right. Pull it, reel it back. Reel it back. Reel it, reel it back. I did not mean to talk about original sin. All right. Um... <laughs> of observation alrighty um the original sin is perspective <laughs> it's making a perspective shit double slit theory alright um on to Isaac Weisup he um likes to dice um likes to dissect media a lot and you know honestly I really love those episodes by him cause I'm Every, every single, most, even the, the, the movies I haven't seen or the shows I haven't seen that he dissects, he describes, like, um, I don't know if you guys just realized, but I have a episode prior that I haven't really finished up on called The Boys and MK Ultra Doctors, and, like, that's very similar to what Isaac Weissup does. Uh, again, pen name, that's not his real name, it's his pen name, let's keep it that way. So, yeah, uh, Isaac, he, uh, he has this to say about... Now, it's funny because apparently he doesn't – he's not really as read on the vaccines as I am, but he dropped this piece of information and I was like – and he, he said it almost kind of similar to the way I would say it where I'm like, well, I read about this. I don't really know about it and he dropped it and then I'm like, what the fuck is that? And I Google search. I'm like, this is called the Gaji on Wikipedia. What the fuck? Yeah, so anyways, here we go. And yeah. 
and, and maybe, man, I hope not. That's a bummer if it is. But to me, like, I, I from day one, I, I was, I, and everyone observed this, and from day one, we were shutting everything down, and I thought, what do these guys know that we don't? Like, this is quite the reaction for something that hasn't even proved itself to be that bad. And COVID. Um, if, even if you look at the cases and the deaths and stuff at the beginning, I remember back in March and April when we were locked down, looking at the cases every day. And like, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, you know, uh, you know, and I don't remember the numbers off the top of my head. I'd be like, oh, my gosh, there's X number of cases today. That's terrible. And then, you know, slowly over summer, like we, we were released back out into the population there and like things felt normal. And then now in the fall, like things are ramping up and like, uh-huh. Well, those case numbers back in April that were, you know, X, now they're like 400 times X. And I'm like, geez, like, I, I, I should be scared now. I was scared back then, you know. And and to me, I feel like the vaccine thing, and, and that's what I've been, I'm trying to research the, the mRNA vaccine because that didn't show up in my research when I was trying there to understand, go. okay, how, how scared of vaccine should I be? And the mRNA Fire. thing is a whole different beast. Uh, no it's pun intended. But the, the, one of the one of the theories, and I'm, I'm just now digging into it. One of the theories is that it has this, and I don't. This could be just Here conspiracy nonsense. But Listen. there's a VMAT two gene that uh, allegedly that the military or somebody was researching, and this is a gene that makes people feel God, feel connected to God, and they want an ID. And to me, I feel like the Again. vaccine thing, and, it, and that's what I've been. I'm trying to retend it. But the, the, one Here we the, go. One of the theories, and I'm, I'm just listen again. One of the theories is that it has this, and I don't. This could be just conspiracy nonsense. But there's a VMAT two. VMAT two. That, uh, allegedly, that the military or somebody was researching, and this is a gene that makes people feel God, feel connected to God, and they want to suppress that. And the argument is that that is in the vaccine for the COVID. I've heard that. Um, and so that would fit into some of the ideas you're presenting here, which is very alarming to me. And is but you know, and look, like I want this thing to be over. I'm so tired of this shit. Like I, like give me the damn creepy vaccine at this point. I just went out of my house. Uh, but I, but that's like short term thinking. And like I'm with you, man. Like it's it's very possible that six months from now they say, okay, so you took two injections, but turns out you need five. Okay, yep, uh-huh. you know, yep. and like how how long until we're on a drip? And and the bigger picture. The bigger scheme is that in America, we're getting crushed by this thing because our health and nutrition is garbage. Our environment is garbage. The air is crap. The water is crap. Um, and, and to me, this is because the elites are they, – they figured out a way to fleece us for all of our money through, through poor nutrition – Big pharma. Three trillion dollars being dumped into the economy as well. Actually keeping you healthy, which is why from day one, these guys are like, oh, you know, you got to wash your hands and wear a mask. Not not one person mentioned, uh, you know, America America needs to lose some weight. America needs to not be on as many medications. He's right. You know, if you're diabetic, this is a problem. You need to, like, get your get your stuff together now. Uh, Hmm. They don't want that. They want people dependent upon the system they built because it's high profit margins for them, which is the most disturbing element of this whole thing that no one's talking about to me. Yeah. All right. Wow. Uh, I forgot Isaac said it very eloquently. Um, and yeah, so I was about to talk about the VMAT too. All right. Oh man. I feel like I'm almost, uh, um, uh, diverging now off of what he said, because what he said after was so, poignant as well too that's exactly what i've been saying for 
pretty much every podcast I make. All right, or uh, episode. I, I I call again. I call podcast episode episodes podcast sometimes. Sorry. Uh, yeah. If you guys really care, then uh, listen to some more, and you'll be able to keep up. <laughs> All right. Um. Ooh. Pardon me. Now uh, on to the God Gene. So Isaac Wysap mentioned this um, VMAT two. This VMAT two gene. So sorry for the little clicky clicks because this is done on my mobile, but um, VMAT two gene. If you just search VMAT two gene, you know I'll put it in the description. I'll put it in the description the Google search. So. If you look in the description, you'll see the Google search for it, the link for the Google search. So VMAT2 gene, first link is God gene. Here we go. The Now, this is from Wikipedia. Again, Wikipedia, we all know Wikipedia has issues in, you know, telling the full story on certain things. But often I find that because of that fact... Because of the fact that Wikipedia is is in its um, format, essentially, highly vetted. You know, like, anyone can come in there and edit it, so it's going to be vetted very heavily. So, here's a very vetted page from Wikipedia called The God Gene. The God Gene is hypothesis... Oh, sorry. Let me restate this. Let me collect myself because I'm talking about something really fucking ridiculous. God gene. The God gene hypothesized purpose. The God genes. What, what, oh, wow. Uh, they wrote the first sentence wrong in this. The God gene hypothesis purpose that human spirit. The God gene hypothesizes. Oh, oh yeah, no, I did read that right. Jesus Christ, no, this is just. Uh, whatever. Uh, you guys get to hear my edits. I don't. I don't take out anything in my podcast because I'm actually a little too lazy for that. But anyways, or actually, I'm a little too worried that if I try to edit the episode, then it might delete itself. So that's why I actually don't really do too many edits. Does anchor is funny. It's a interesting beast, but a beast that I love, and I love for now, and will rep. I made this on anchor, and anchor is good. Thank you, Spotify. All right. Um. The God gene hypothesizes uh, purposes that human spirituality, human spirit, oh my, oh my God, this is such a tongue twister. Okay, again, for the fifth time now, the God gene hypothesizes purposes that human spirituality is influenced by heredity and that a specific gene called the vascular monamine transporter 2 hyphen V-A-M-A-T-2, VAT, VMAT-2, predisposes humans towards spirituality and mystic experiences. The idea, I'm, I'm reading this like so loud because this is the only way I can read this article. It's really hard to read. The idea has been proposed by geneticist Dean Hamer in the 2000 book called The God Gene, How Faith is Hardwired into Our Genes. The God gene hypothesized uh, based the God gene hypothesis is based on a combination of behavioral behavioral behavior behavior genetics <laughs> behavior genetics 
newer biological and psychological studies. So basically, the God gene is based upon our behavior, our neurobiology, and also psychological studies. The major argument of the hypothesis are, one, spirituality can be quantified by a psychometric measurement. Spirituality can be quantified by a psychometric measurement. So spirituality can be quantified by some sort of uh, brain um, spark. Yeah. Uh, the underlying tendencies to spirituality is partly heritable. So they're saying that, like, essentially, you are, um, that's, that's nature, not nurture. That they're trying to claim that actually faith, faith, having a heavy faith-based is nature and not nurture. And there's a gene for it. And it's this VMAT too. And then part of the heritability can be attributed to VMAT too. This gene acts as altering a mono, monoamine? Monoamine levels. Monoamine levels. I'm going to click on monoamine. Monoamine. Automatic ring to carbons. What does it do? What does it do in the brain? Um, oh, it's just, it's just an amino acid, essentially. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go into biology right now. That's, oof, 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 oof. all right. I'm already trying to like figure out what the fuck this god gene thing means on Wikipedia. All right. Um, from what I've gathered, that it's a hypothesis done by a biologist that wants to prove that spirituality is biology based, but also too. Essentially, he has seemed to hone in on some specific compound that's created within our minds. So, I mean, like, you could you could argue on the opposite end of that, that maybe this VMAT2 helps us come in tune with, you know, as they say, like, pineal glands, all that stuff. Like, you know, I'm not a biologist. Again, I'm making assumptions here. But in, like I said, this is a very woo-hoo episode. I'm going to go into some more subjects, and this, who knows how long this is going to be. I might make some edits in between. So, yeah, this God gene, look it up. It's very, no, I think I, I, I can wrap my head around the vaccine that's coming through with COVID. I, at least I think I can. Like, at least like the, I don't know what else they're going to package in with that. But, um... Apparently, there's a drug that. So, so what is this? What is, what is this VMAT uh, VMAT two? Is it like similar to dimetrotriptyline that, like you know, DMT that releases within your brain? Like, is when you sleep even a little bit? Like, it, what is this? Like, it, it's almost kind of like what they say is like it's the gene or the chemical that makes you feel euphoria. Like, because I mean, like, what is the feeling of God? Like it. And also, too, wouldn't that gene have been something that they wanted to curate in people up until about the last century? <laughs> like, what? All right, like, some, this is very strange. I, this is a very strange subject, and I understand how Isaac kind of very lightly grazed upon this. Yeah, um, but I do love to extrapolate upon odd subjects that um, podcasters just Easter egg into their um, podcasts. 
hell, I made one about Whitney Webb talking about Natick Mass, and that one I have a lot more information on. <laughs> um, I don't have too much information on this God gene. Yeah, like, seems very strange. Um, I just something that I wanted to kind of uh, try to extrapolate and expose, but I I have no. Yeah, your your guess is as good as mine. Anyways, um, on to some more woohoo skeptical subjects that I really hope does not discredit me in the future when I'm actually talking about real facts. Anyways, to continue on to skeptic, uh, on to um, eh, just general questioning, I guess. Yeah. Raiden, are you receiving? We're still here. How's that possible? The AI was destroyed! Only GW. Who are you? To begin with, we're not what you'd call human. Over the past 200 years, a kind of consciousness formed layer by layer in the crucible of the White House. It's not unlike the way life started in the oceans four billion years ago. The White House was our primordial soup, a base of evolution. We are formless. We are the very discipline and morality that Americans invoke so often. How can anyone hope to eliminate us? As long as this nation exists, so will we. Cut the crap! If you're immortal, why would you take away individual freedoms and censor the net? <laughs> Jack, don't be silly. Don't you know that our plans have your interests, not ours in mind? What? Jack, listen carefully, like a good boy. The mapping of the human genome was completed early this century. As a result, the evolutionary log of the human race lay open to us. We started with genetic engineering, and in the end, we succeeded in digitizing life itself. But there are things not covered by genetic information. What do you mean? Human memories, ideas, culture, history. Genes don't contain any record of human history. Is it something that should not be passed on? Should that information be left at the mercy of nature? We've always kept records of our lives, through words, pictures, symbols, from tablets to books. But not all the information was inherited by later generations. A small percentage of the whole was selected and processed. the playground of the world. There was no place like it. That's in the whole world, is, Jack. like Coney Island when I was a youngster. Trivial information no place in the world like it. It was so fabulous. Now it shrunk down to almost nothing. You see? And I still remember in my mind how things used to be. Preserved and, in an unfiltered uh, state. You know, I feel very bad. But people from all over the world came here. Reduce the rate of evolution. It was a playground. They called the playground of the world. Are you telling me it's not? You're being silly. What we propose to do is not to control content, but to create context. When I was very small, I even got lost in Coney Island. They found me. And selectively reward development of convenience. We used to sleep on the beach here. Just sleep overnight. They don't do it anymore. Things Billions change. spent on new weapons in order to humanely murder other humans. They don't sleep anymore on more the beach. In the privacy of their victims. Although there are people suffering in poverty, huge donations are made to protect endangered species. Everyone grows up being told the same thing. Be nice to other people. But beat out the competition. You're special. Believe in yourself and you will succeed. But it's obvious from the start that only a few can succeed. 
you exercise your right to freedom, and this is the result. All rhetoric to avoid conflict and protect each other from hurt. The untested truths spun by different interests continue to churn and accumulate in the sandbox of political correctness and value systems. Everyone withdraws into their own small gated community afraid of a larger forum. They stay inside their little ponds, leaking whatever truth suits them into the growing cesspool of society at large. The different cardinal truths neither clash nor mesh. No one is invalidated, but nobody is right. Not even natural selection can take place here. The world is being engulfed in truth. And this is the way the world ends. Not with a bang, but a whimper. We're trying to stop that from happening. It's our responsibility as rulers. Just as in genetics, unnecessary information and memory must be filtered out to stimulate the evolution of the species. And you think you're qualified to decide what's necessary and not? Absolutely. Who else they could do that. the sea of garbage you people produce, retrieve valuable truths, and even interpret their meaning for later generations? That's what it means to create context. I'll decide for myself what to believe and what to pass on. But is that even your own idea? Or something Snake told you? Please clap. That's the proof of your incompetence right there. You lack the qualifications to exercise free will. That's not true. I have the right. Does something like a self exist inside of you? That which you call self serves as nothing more than a mask to cover your own being. In this era of ready-made truths, self is just something used to preserve those positive emotions that you occasionally feel. Another possibility is that self is a concept you conveniently borrowed under the logic that would endow you with some sense of strength. That's crap! Is it? Would you prefer that someone else tell you? All right, then. Explain it to him. Jack, you're simply the best, and you got there all by yourself. My superpower is being honest. I'll eat your ass. I will. You feel lost. Why not try a bit of soul searching? Don't think you'll find anything, though. I run that all those cells are something that you yourself fashion. Every time something goes wrong, you turn around and place the blame on something else. It's not my fault. It's not your fault. In denial, you simply resort to looking for another, more convenient truth in order to make yourself feel better. Leaving behind in an instant the so-called truth you once embraced. Should someone like that be able to decide what is true? Should someone like you even have the right to decide? You've done nothing but abuse your freedom. You don't deserve to be free. You're not the one You are. The individual is supposed to be weak, but far from powerless. A single person has the potential to ruin the world. And the age of digitized communication has given even more power to the individual. Too much power for individual species. Building a legacy involves figuring out what is wanted and what needs to be done for that goal. All this you used to struggle with. Now, we think for you. We are your guardians, after all. You want to control human thought? Human behavior? Of course. Anything can be quantified nowadays. That's what this exercise was designed to prove. You fell in love with me just as you were meant to, after all. Isn't that right, Jack? 
Ocelot was not told the whole truth, to say the least. We rule an entire nation. Of what interest would a single soldier, no matter how able, be to us? The S3 plan does not stand for solid snake simulation. What it does stand for is selection for societal sanity. Back in. So, I uh, hope you enjoyed that. Um, if I remember my edits correctly on that, that is a spoiler to Metal Gear Solid Sons of Liberty. Well, Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid 2 on PlayStation 2 Sons of Liberty. Yeah, uh, the one where you like run around on a, a oil rig the entire time and you don't play as Solid Snake slash Snake Plissken, but you play as Raiden, the weird Aryan dude that ends up being an MK Ultra agent. <laughs> like un unwitting MK Ultra agent. Yeah. Oh man. It's it's a cray cray storyline to relate to like modern day deep state. Oh. Uh, all with like AI building um its own facility and all that craziness. Yeah. Cause that whole sample that's supposed to be two AI speaking to him. Yeah, like, it's pretty crazy. It's it's a really crazy concept. And I mixed it in with uh, Godspeed, You Black Emperor. Um, uh, I can't remember the name of that song, but it's Godspeed, You Black Emperor. And if you just search, they don't sleep on the beach anymore, you'll be able to find that song. <laughs> um, I think I threw Steve Urkel in there, some other people. Yeah, I, I played that edit one time before, but I figured it really stood in this, uh, um, I hate the term woohoo, I, I, but no one else has a better term for it. Yeah, I don't like the term esoteric either. I don't really like the term Gnostic because it's not really Gnostic because I'm agnostic. It's like, I understand you just subtract the A, yeah, it's Gnostic, but still, come on. Like, I'm, I, yeah, I consider myself a Christian anarchist in certain circumstances as well, too. And so, whatever. Um, yeah, on to that. Here is a man that almost everyone hates. <laughs> or makes fun of. More than Alex Jones. And he's not as funny to sample. But, you know, um, honestly... People call him um, controlled opposition very often. He, he's probably one of the most notable people that people will say, oh yeah, well this this man, everyone says that this man just says stupid bullshit and it's David Icke. And, you know, reptilians, like remember that? Remember that from the 90s even? Well, um, you know, I have to say, David Icke, honestly, I can't completely shit on the guy even then and i will actually kind of put my record on that like i think that he has some very good takes and he does go grandiose but he's kind of taking a step from going back grandiose and i can respect that like you know in the conspiracy theory circles so if this guy really is trying to like you know be pretty much middle of the line conspiracy theory i don't know maybe throw off every now and then he's not throwing off as much as like fucking q like, you know, so listen to what he has to say about masks and, you know, um, the big rebuttal, the big point that you have to mention, they, I actually, um, I will bring up later in this episode where they bring up the book, but in brave new world wrote by Aldous Huxley, who Aldous Huxley, I believe his cousin, jo uh, like, um, starts with a J I want to say it's, um, like Jollyan or Julius, Julius Huxley. 
Julius Huxley was his cousin, and he was one of the major proponents of eugenics. So, Aldous Huxley wrote Brave New World as more of a textbook than a warning. It, 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 it's almost been proven fact. And in Brave New World, there is a very explicit point at the very beginning of the book in like the first two chapters where they mention about how they curate society and how they starve oxygen to the brain of fetuses in order to create a working class. So David Icke doesn't even mention this. I just mentioned that. Now listen to David Icke on Macroaggressions with Charlie Robinson, also available upon Spotify and uh, David Icke's platform, Iconic. Here we go. Oxygen reaching the brain. Oh, I have to rewind it. It's all psychology. The social distancing is all psychology. The masks is psychology. Symbolizing silence, symbolizing submission. Uh, affecting the uh, oxygen reaching the brain, uh, which some um, uh, neurologists uh, one Aldous Huxley. Uh, has come out and said this is going to be devastating, particularly for young and uh, and ch- young people and children, uh, because at that point of development in their lives, they uh, their bodies uh, need uh, more oxygen than uh, than older people. So you deny them that oxygen, it's going to affect the brain. And she brain development. As far as to say, you know, if this goes on, uh, then 20, 30 years from now, you're going to be seeing a lot of, um, uh, of Alzheimer's and uh, psychological uh, development of the brain problems um, in, in people 20, 30 years from now. Uh, which, which because they be, didn't get enough uh, oxygen when they were in puberty. Today, children today. Uh, it's all systematic. You know, I, I did a lot of research over a long period of time into um, mind control and MKUltra, <laughs> the infamous mind control project in America uh, and Canada too, um, through um, uh, the military and, uh, and and government and intelligence networks. And uh, one of the uh, the people who was a survivor of MKUltra contacted me a few weeks ago and pointed out that uh, when her daughter was born in captivity in in, no. in MK Ultra, this when, might uh, be speculation because um, it is David I her, her daughter wear a mask from the age of two. Whoa! Because because it was designed, she said. Well, listen to, though, uh, and this is what this is all about too. The public version now to delete a sense of individuality. And uh, also to uh, affect the brain and the oxygen reaching the brains so that the brain doesn't form properly and makes control of the perceptions even more uh, um, powerful. Now, she told me that before this um, neurologist came out and said these masks are going to cause devastation to uh, people, particularly the young, because of the lack of oxygen reaching the brain. Uh, so this is all systematic and you know it's difficult for people and i do understand it because they've never in their own life experience come across pure undiluted beyond description evil Mm -hmm. uh, they can't grasp the nature of the evil which i define as the absence of love in the case of this cult the complete absence of love they Let's get a little go for a second more. Grasp that anyone could be that evil. 
but they are. This is this is why they do what they do. And 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 there's see, um, you know. Uh, I, I feel like somebody at least at his day and age, you know, he's a famous soccer player and all, <laughs> um, should at least understand that evil, what is he defining as evil? There's so many people out there that take this, like, you know, honestly, I think it's kind of more just like a mind spider that like, is kind of is weaving, weaving its web over every generation. You know, we, we look at the passion, you know, I grew up as a millennial, hardline millennial, you know, I go to college, it's 2008. And the economic recession is happening, but everyone is still like, if you don't go to college, you're a complete fuck. You know, um, I miss that boat. I miss the boat to be able to not go to college and still be, you know, accepted into society for about two years. It was like 2010 around when people caught on. We're like, maybe we should be doing trade. Maybe we should be going to a trade school, you know, like rather than shelling out $30,000 to go to a fucking university. Well, I went to a university where my president was visiting the Bohemian Grove. Yeah. Anyways, um, hey, it's all in past episodes. Go, go back and listen. Um, well, the point is, is that I think that evil is pretty arbitrary because the whole thing is, is that we look at it where we're like, well, these fucking boomers, these boomers, they got, you know, the whole thing with boomers, the whole reason why millennials hate boomers isn't because they're blaming them on, like, climate change or economic inequality or anything like that. You know what it is? It's because we're fucking jealous. Yeah, I'm telling you right now. It's be I'm telling you right, right now, 100%, the reason why millennials use this boomer meme and make fun of boomers is because we're jealous. And it's, and, you know, rightfully so. There, and, you know, it's because it was a set them up, knock them down. It was like, well, we're going to have, and not to say that boomers didn't have their own strifes as well, too. I mean, shit, if you were a black man, <laughs> I'm talking about white men, I guess, here. Shit, you know, being a boomer wasn't really that fun if you were a black man, you know, unless you were, like, from a wealthy family or something. Uh, even then, uh, if you were from a wealthy family, I know about Black Wall Street, yeah, it ma matters what type of wealthy family, uh, I don't want to say, uh house word but you know one of those ones yeah like uh, there there are there are a lot of, if you look into civil rights there's been a lot of a lot of weird families in the civil rights movements that sold out other families and sold out not other weird civil rights families families of people in civil rights movements that have sold out large swaths of populations and communities yeah that's what i should say jesse jackson reverend al Sharpton grifters anyways um yeah uh and that's across the board but they use it upon uh poor white appalachians uh particularly white and black um yeah whoo i'm going off topic a little here it's fine i told you this is a woohoo episode so i'm just like fucking shooting the fucking i've i i heard a lot of woohoo thingies uh come by me today i'm trying to like you know sift them all out in my head and I feel like uh, this makes good listening, you know? I don't know. Uh, if you're still listening, I guess you're enjoying this, right? So uh, I'm going to pause this again, put a little snippet between, restructure myself, and have some more straight shots come at you. But in the meantime, I have one to leave you off on. And, um, you know, because like I say, I've 
you know, I'm kind of a sponge for a lot of media that comes around me and a lot of they're happening. And most things aren't happening aside from, to be honest, podcasts. And uh, Tim Dillon made a real good point in his most recent episode. You know, you and you know what? The funny thing about Tim Dillon is, is that I can say that that guy is a piece of fucking shit. And you know what? He's, no one's going to fucking care. He knows he's a piece of shit. He's like, yeah, I'm a piece of shit. Whatever, fuck you. So it's like, you know, he's like just some angry gay dude. <laughs> Pretty much some fat, angry gay dude who will make fun of anyone but Joe Rogan. You know? Yeah, it's Tim Dillon. All right, so. <laughs> Literally, like, bring on any guest to just piss people off. He's a troll. He's just a fat gay troll. It's good. But, you know. But he's also not really an asshole. I feel like also he like would give you food if he saw you. He also would be hopefully that I I feel honestly feel like he's that type of guy where if he saw someone bleeding out on the side of the street, he wouldn't just keep driving, you know. But at the same time, he's just an angry gay asshole, fat gay asshole. <laughs> and I'm saying this like literally that's his persona. Like I'm not like. I don't think that also too. No, really gay is his biz. It's his big persona. Like, you know, he's a little, um, I've, I've mentioned before a little turfy, you know? So, so, so I'm trying to say, anyways, I guess what I'm calling him a big fat gay asshole. So, cause he's also kind of turfy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, one point, one really good point that Tim Dillon didn't make in his, um, shit posting, uh, verbal shit posting that he does often from his porch is, um, from his porch from LA, LA, everything's on fire is, um, that he says that everyone's too serious now, you know? And that's kind of the root of all of that. Me ripping on that guy. And it's like, everyone's too serious now. Like, like we're all treating everything now. Like it's life and death. Like everything that we encounter, even like the every, like we walk in to get a coffee and we treat it like life and death. Like everything is treated like life and death. And he the whole root of it is nothing's casual anymore. You can't find anything casual. The only casual things you can find are on your phone or your laptop or your PC, a screen. The only casual things you can find anymore are on your screen. Or maybe if you were to walk alone in a park, but that's not casual because casual kind of implies that it involves you and some other people. So he's like, God, I'm like, what I would just give to go back to walk into a crowded subway or just go into a concert. And you know, I really felt him. Like, he, I, I felt his, I felt his catharsis there. Like, yeah, I could tell that he really was just kind of like, fuck, man. Like, this shit kind of sucks. And, you know, he lives in LA. That's a whole different level there. But is it now? I mean, <laughs> from what it seems like, it seems like LA is kind of almost the same as like uh, some sort of quiet other city, you know, like uh, back in 2018 or 19, like LA doesn't seem too much different from like uh, Providence, Rhode Island, you know, like if you were to compare Providence, Rhode Island 2018 to LA 2020, you know, like it's fucking crazy, man. Oh yeah. So he's just, you know. He, he, he pointed out that everything is taken serious now, that everything in our society is bent towards life or death seriousness and that casual, casual, casual enjoyment. Uh, hey, we're all grilling, as they say on Chapo or whatever, uh, is, is out the window. 
And again, that's why I started this podcast. Because of the death of catharsis. So, yeah, the death of to be able to express your positive louche. And now all they want is either your just diluted louche or negative louche. That's what they want. Either just a zombified louche or a complete flip. And pretty sure I heard that echoed by several different people recently that I don't think listen to each other. Anyways, I'm going to snip it here with uh, pre-edit credits. This is 8-Bit Soldier. Enter Shikari's Anything Can Happen in the Next Half an Hour. Well, anyways, to continue... after so I leave it up to you Oh, I don't agree with this line. Fuck this line. It's a lie. Don't you tell me population control is a... Fuck that. Populations are fine. Who needs money? (laughs) More for me? Did you just say more for me? I love to change the world And I don't know what to do Well, you seem to know You seem to have some ideas So I leave it up to you Nice nice implying here Nice implying here, buddy You mentioned fucking overpopulation Sick bastard all right, enough of this junk. All right, uh, enough of that junk. Yeah, sorry, 10 years after, I thought I was playing a decent song until you mentioned population control. All right, um, mm. let's fuck that. He's telling me we're overpopulated. Yeah, no, that, that, that is a straight-up classist lie, and we all know that. <laughs> Overpopulation? No, 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 I don't care how much you believe in climate change. Don't you fucking start talking to me about overpopulation or I will, f- I, I will like, I, I might fight you to prove a point. I'd be like, hey, you, you want to go toe to toe then? We'll, we'll, we'll prove that here, Darwin style. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I say that as a joke, as a comedian too. I mean, this is, um, I sh- maybe should make, it's a philosophy podcast. It's philosophy. Yeah, it's all philosophy. All right. Um, anyways, so, um. 
on to some really deep dark woohoos that I kind of just want to shoot out, but I guess I'll expand because I can't really just say these things. All right. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, what if the AI, I, this may sound really tropish, but it's my own take on it. Like what if, um, you know, um, people talk about the antichrist. They talk about like this whole thing with the antichrist, you know, like I, I think that it's, a, there's a strong possibility that the biblical apocalypse could happen, or at least like, like as in could happen in a metaphorical sense, because I mean, there's enough people out there, both, both in, in pretty much every Abrahamic religion, you have to like consider here, Abrahamic religions make up like at least one half of the world. So, and devout Abrahamic religions, like the, Given the amount of money that those people have, uh, like Muslim, Jew, and and Christian, yeah, like so, um, and I understand that Revelations is only Christian, but it ties into Kabbalah a bit, and you know, and so the Jews aren't J Jewish, not Orthodox, but some Jews, um, I'm a Zionist, yes, um, yeah, Zionist Jews are very on point with this. They want to rebuild the whole. Solomon's temple thing there. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll just straight shoot it here. Um, yeah. Zionists, Zionists. Yeah. If you say someone's a Zionist, like, as in that, that's this is pretty much bar none. What Zionists want, like you could say Zionists want to say to Israel. No, like what Zionists want is to build King Solomon's temple on the temple Mount. Right. Yeah. Like they want to build King Solomon's temple on the temple Mount. They want to essentially either tear down or, co-opt the Dome of the Rock, which the Dome of the Rock is on the top of the Temple Mount now, which is in Jerusalem, right next to the Wailing Wall. It's this big old clusterfuck, you know? Like, I'm sure you've probably heard it throughout your life at least at one point about how much Jerusalem and Palestine, Israel, West Bank, all that stuff is a little, uh, dicey. Yeah, all right. Well, um, so... This apocalyptic stuff is, you know, agreed upon by a lot of Abrahamic religions. And, you know, they kind of look at it a little metaphorically as well, too. So, what if, let's pose here, that um, the Antichrist wasn't a person, but a thing. So, it could be the cloud where we all kind of see it as a savior of mankind, and then it turns on us. Hmm. Oh, doesn't that sound so tropey? Sounds like the Bible mixed with Terminator, right? <laughs> right? Doesn't that almost sound too perfectly tropey? Like, because we all know life's so quiche, you know? It is. It's funny, absurd, and quiche. It's like, we're like, oh, well, we all fucking expected that to happen, but we didn't want to admit it. You know, like, ugh, Jesus. Oh, maybe I'm right on, like, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, um, goes also into the idea of disembodied voices, like in how in Revelations where they're like, oh, well, the voices, these disembodied voices will speak to the masses. One will say to go one way and one will say to go to the other. I'm like, son of a you guys are just being assholes now. I'm like, you know, I'm like, come on. Like, we all know this was written in the Bible way back in the day. And, and we all know this is playing out now. So now somebody has to, somebody in Silicon Valley has a huge hard on just fucking 
shooting come in their face, like, over the fact that they're like, oh my god, we, we, we're getting them to fucking pity each other, just like in Revelations, <clears throat> blowing loads in their faces, like how, how in South Park they like to say they smelled farts, their own farts in San Francisco, yeah, but <clears throat> I took it a step further, <clears throat> no COVID, no COVID, anyways, um, well, uh, I was also going to mention how, on the fact about how, like, apparently now it's, uh, there's this whole rumor about how Osama bin Laden was pretty much, like, we all, I, I, now I'm going to have to source this correctly, this is a rumor I heard, but you know what, I like these ones, I can follow this one real good, a lot better than anything else I've been talking about in this episode late, like, pro- this actually, this specific part of the episode, here's some real shit, like, that I know about, alright, um, apparently Osama bin Laden, yeah, like, if he didn't die from a fucking, like, his liver or something, because didn't he have, like, a fucking, wasn't he, like, fucking jaundice for a while? Like, anyways, like, wasn't he running around with a fucking, like, like, literal fucking, like, um, like, piss bag or something? Like, um, but why were we doing all these bunker bombs? So, you know, we knew most likely that Osama bin Laden was hiding in Iran or Pakistan, or, yeah, Iran or Pakistan, but we were still just bunker bombing the shit. We were paying for these big, massive bunker bomb bunker bombs made by Raytheon or maybe Lockheed Martin in these big, giant fucking bunker bombs. Remember those bunker bombs? And just poof, 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 blowing up these caves in, like, the Middle East. How many mummies do you think we vaporized? Oh, we probably vaporized a lot of mummies. We probably were vaporizing giant skeletons. Oh, shit. On that note, I gotta go. Peace, guys. in this ride. Shut him up! Look at my furrows of worry. Look at my big bank account. Remember, no rush. My superpower is being honest. I'll eat you. I will. Please, squad. You've turned every cell phone in Gotham into a microphone. And a high-frequency generator receiver. It's not about food. It's about keeping those ants in line. You're the crunch, you're there. So basically, um, what I was thinking of was, um, oh fuck, I can't believe you've done that. Don't do that.